And we're back again. Another Underachievers, another podcast. First podcast of 2024. We missed last week That's for right. some reason. Forget why. And obviously didn't record two minus ago because it was New Year's Day. But we are back. But we are Brian, possibly. He may come in later. We're not really sure. We sent him the link to Ooh, join if suspense. he wants to. So, yeah, <laughs> we're going to keep you on the suspense. So he may join. He may not oh, join. Right. So for the at the moment, it's just Jeff and I. So we'll see Don't what worry. happens. We will all be the first to know. The moment we see it is the moment you'll hear it. So we'll be just as surprised if he joins. Yeah. So I, I give it a 40 60. Yeah. 60 40, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. yeah. You were just saying 40, as in he is probably going to go on 60. He's not, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I, that, so you, I think, he, I think yeah. he kind of did that, right? Because you're thinking the yeah, one that's yeah. more than likely going to happen. I had to think about it for a second. Is this I'm like, no, that's 100% wrong. And it's, well, was it though? Well, the, so, saying, yeah. the saying is normally 60 40, but the way he does, yes. you're thinking, I think it's just see, the 40 I'm 60. glad we're on the same page. Yeah. We typically are. I do that. I just whenever I play ping pong, I just always do that because you know the person who's serving is saying the score. So then when the the score changes, right. like it's two or three. So no, yeah. okay, like, we're good. Yeah, but Brian, I think Brian does that all the time. Or even if if it's like I'm serving and I'm up three two, he'll say two three, meaning you know I have three points to put two. I'm, I'm like, yeah, but I. I'm winning. I say my score first. If I'm down two three, then you have two three. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's always so funny how people just kind of go back and forth with with, mm-hmm. with things like that. Oh I man! But a, like you said, I have a quick question for you though. Yeah. Did you enjoy the video I made? I did this the other day. No, not really. So I had two. I literally had two videos, and I was literally down to the last minute. Like I had them both pretty much edited up and everything. I was like, "Which one do I do? Which one do I do?" Because I did the one where we're talking about Godzilla minus one and Tommy's hype over it and everything. You could have started off the new year with a great video like that, but no, we had to go with the one. It made me laugh. It made me laugh more, to be honest. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was obviously about you. Obviously the main point of it and i had to do both stories because it went full circle somehow you did it in the middle of the thing but the thing that made it great was tommy's reaction that's why yeah, i did and, it and, and and that's why it's so priceless and that's why as soon as i saw that i'm like half the reason why i know you posted it was because, because of tommy's reaction solely alone because him being him and for him knowing me as long as he has of course he's gonna have that reaction and just just yeah. throw everything out there. It's like, oh, this is why it's perfect. This reason is because it's Jeff. Here you mm-hmm. go. I also saw this, which blew my mind. Um, did you know for other podcasts we do, Wetmer Quake, we only did two podcasts in 2023. And I'm pretty sure you could actually think of which two are going to be the two you think of. Which two do you think it was? That comes to, um, trade deadline and free agency. Not free agency. You're half right. Damn. You got the, the trade deadline right, but not trade deadline. Not def- oh yeah, that's so. Oh god. Um. Uh. Or no, that was secondly this one. Oh, I'm drawing a blank now. You're gonna you're gonna be like, oh yeah, once I say it. Uh, right before the playoffs started. We did another one right before because we did our usual 
friendly rager kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So right before the Stanley Cup playoffs started, we did that one as well. Yeah. And then we never talked about it again because the Flyers were depressing at the time. Yeah. And but hey, they're relevant. Yeah, somehow. they're what, second the Metro. Was, everyone saw that coming. What year is this? So, yeah, it's um, they're actually watchable, which is that's crazy. I was not Tortorella too. I thought happens. that was going to be the thing that's <laughs> going to make it not as watchable. See, see what happens when you actually have a competent, you know, front office. It's a miracle. And when guys are overachieving, yes, exactly. Or in our case, underachieving. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a, that's just a given. <laughs> Uh, all right so to kick it off though like you said you actually have a couple talk uh, topics to get to yeah uh, some one's a question the one's today, a question might have to wait on. yeah a lot of the bunch of them it's probably gonna be way too fun a lot of what but um one's just a question we'll get to a little later but uh since we obviously haven't talked our podcast is since holidays so we'll just do the usual kind of thing of what we've been up to since we last yeah. podcasted which has been since that Tommy podcast which is before Christmas. And yeah. I'll start it off because I've had yeah. an eventful last couple weeks. <laughs> Same um, here, but I'll let you go. <laughs> so the holidays itself were good. You know, that they, they went out, uh, everything was good because that weekend after we podcasted, uh, uh, we did that Christmas special that Saturday. We, my, or that next day or like a day or so later, my sister came in. We did our whole like kind of Christmas kind of thing. Um, the one day we didn't really do much because uh, they had just come in. Everyone was kind of working and doing their old own kind of stuff. I was playing with my niece here and there. Um, then Friday was kind of like our Christmas Eve, even though it wasn't Christmas mm. Eve. We kind of treated it as Christmas Eve. Uh, like once it. my dad get my dad and brother got done work, we essentially got into like christmas pajamas we did all nice. that stuff we start we made a bunch of cookies and uh what's your we're decorating christmas them. cookie that you like to make sure cookie okay okay there you go yeah. i mean i'll never say no to a chocolate chip cookie that's my number one go-to but for around christmas like time it. it's, it's sugar it's sugar cookie. yeah i like it i respect but, it what's yours does he bring well, it so, up yes um well so for, for me the, the one that i personally like to make it i don't know why it's uh i started making this around christmas time a couple years ago and for whatever reason i've always because i i've never been that big into like baking or anything like that or, or cooking in general but like last couple years i have been for cookies wise though um i've been making a chocolate crinkle cookie around the christmas time okay and so that's been the one I can, my, the one I can never get into that's always popular yeah. is gingerbread. I can never get a gingerbread cookie. That's fair. Gingerbread is either you love it or you don't. You know, because it, it all it all depends on like the ginger kind of yeah. spice and everything. That's it depends kind of ratio. on. I will say exactly like what you're saying is because like we talked to, on that last podcast we too. did with Tommy we that great moment where we we're t- when Tommy went off on gingerbread houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how much he truly hates gingerbread houses. What what I might have to do if I'm ever around him and his family uh during the holidays, like coming up anytime in the near future, um, if I happen like around Christmas, I'm like, hey guys, you know me like a really fun activity. Let's make gingerbread houses and just look right at Tommy, just wait for his reaction. Yeah. 
My favorite, just one quick, real quick thing. The yeah. best thing that came out of after that podcast was he texted in the, our group chat we had. He's like, I got to get on more of these because now my mind can't stop racing or whatever, whatever his line was. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> like, yeah, anytime, happens anytime. Yes. We welcome it, especially the vibe it brings is just, it's another goofy personality. We welcome it. Yeah. But the, the reason why I bring back the gingerbread house kind of thing is like the gingerbread like on that, just like not too like spicy. It almost tastes a little yeah, stale it's, kind it's, of thing. It's, um, it's one of those things where if it's, it needs like the perfect amount of spice, if it's too overpowering, that's when you kind of lose me on that. So it's, yeah. that, that, that's fair. But anyways, back to my Christmas and everything. Yes. Um, that, so that Christmas Eve, we were decorating, doing things. My brother at the beginning of December made this alcoholic uh, eggnog, which you still have. Nice. Um, which is so, but that's the way it's supposed to sit and everything. And everything. Yes. It's probably the best spiked eggnog I've ever had. Ooh. Because my thinking always with eggnog, and I've probably said it many, many, multiple yeah. times in the last like couple of podcasts we've done, is that the alcohol, like I, I prefer it more not spiked just because when it is spiked, yeah. it doesn't mix. So the only thing you're really getting is just that alcohol mixed a little yeah. bit with the eggnog or whatever. So I just never feel like there was a good mix. But the one my brother made, it's it's great. It's Everyone like perfect else, everything. I, it's as recording of this podcast. It's just January 15th. I'll still crack them in the fridge mm-hmm. and still drink it. Yeah, It's funny because just the other uh, day over, over the weekend, but only like night. a small cup because it, it's three yes. alcohols in it. It's like if you drink more than it, you're on your ass and falling asleep in like two seconds. I love it. Uh, but you know, just, literally just the other night, you know, um, we, we're just, you know, having like a drink around here. And I was just looking, I was like, I don't know what I'm, you know, you know, the move for. I was like, yeah, we got a little bit of whiskey. We got, you know, I saw the decent amount of beer left and everything from the holidays. You got yeah. some wine. And I was like, yeah, like it's, it's still wintery out and everything. It's cold. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab some eggnog. Why, why not? Let's go for yeah, it. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that was how we did the day before. Then yeah. that morning, we all kind of woke up earlier than we were probably going to that we normally do, just because we were going to treat yeah. that as like the Christmas day. Because my sister yeah. essentially had three Christmases to try to do. She had oh, damn. Our, our family, then his family, and then their own thing, because they wanted to be at Christ- their own house for Christmas Day. As you that, know, no, that, as a kid, that, that just makes sense. As a parent, you want to it, just it does. You want to wake up on their own bed, excited for I Christmas. Can get so, that. Yeah, so she essentially had three Christmases in a row of waking up into a bunch of I mean, presents. That's so, kind of awesome. Yeah, so that so that Saturday we uh, exchanged our Pollyannas, did that kind of thing, um, and it was fun. We did our own thing. Christmas Day came. We went to uh, my aunt's. We saw. The, another bad Eagles game, but they actually managed to win. Um, it was really, we just stayed until the Eagles game. We watched, we got there before the Eagles game started. We watched the Eagles game after the Eagles games left was over. We left. That's pretty much what yeah. it was. And we were like the last people I mean, to leave too. Yeah. Oh, nice. There you yeah. go. But, and this year, it wasn't like last year where I accidentally drank a 20 day old beer. I didn't do that this time. <laughs> Forgot how about that? No, no. Oh, I, I have as I have a similar question around you know alcohol and stuff like that, but man, that I'm gonna I get to wait. later on. Um, but it's not that. But this is where the story kind of uh, 
changes a little bit because that was fun and all. But Christmas Day, my grandma was sick or whatever. We were going to do mm. my mom's side on like the 27th, a couple of days after. Uh, like that Wednesday or whatever that day was. Yeah. But apparently yeah, that, that Christmas, because Christmas Day, we weren't doing anything because we had celebrated like the, the day before or whatever. Yeah. Um, so really all we were doing is just kind of sitting around, not really doing anything. Uh, so my mom was just trying to figure out game plan on that side. And there was no call at this point that she was sick or anything, but apparently she had, before that phone call, she had, they went to the hospital cause she wasn't feeling well, mm. turned out to be COVID. But oh, so she was there getting like an IV and apparently she was being fussy or whatever. And just decided like, I, I need to get out of here later that day, later on Christmas, they actually had to had, had to go back to the hospital for like the ambulance had to ke- take her cause she couldn't move. Oh, geez. So the next couple of days, she was she was spent, uh, uh, hospital with uh, COVID. So that was uh, pushed back to believe it or not, it still happened. It we still celebrated that Christmas uh, this past Saturday, January thirteenth, which was weird uh, to do this late in the season. Whatever. Jeez. Um, yeah. That's yeah, she's better now, obviously, the, and everything. But she spent a couple days uh, just at the, uh, at the hospital dealing with that. But after, it's, it's just weird on the 13th, you know, doing Christmas kind of things. But the plan was my aunt who lives in Boston was going to come down. And because of COVID, she didn't. But then we're scheduled to this past weekend. So that's why we celebrated it so late. And then it was around this time that like the week between Christmas and New Year's that my so one funny. dog almost looked like distended, like his stomach. Like he looks Jeez. It was very strange and everything. So what we, yeah. So we noticed it like the Wednesday or something oh. like that. So at, literally on New Year's Eve, this is kind of why I couldn't go to mm. Lions or do anything yeah. on New Year's. Um they took her to took him to a vet hospital or whatever just to get him checked out because we were kind of right because he's a small dog, so it was very noticeable yeah. that he looked bigger and everything. Exactly, like um, essentially something like that. Soon and that quick, you would notice a change. Yeah, and apparently the hot the the place was packed, so my parents oh. essentially had to do a drop off, and then uh, came back home and mm-hmm. got the call like a little bit later or whatever that there was some. That they just did a bunch of like ultrasounds and everything. Yeah. Checked his blood and vitals. So there I was still thinking like some kind of GI issue. But then like a couple of days after that, we got because it was New Year's Day, so it took a couple of days mm-hmm. to process like the blood and right. everything. Apparently he has some kind of kidney issues where his kidneys aren't working or they're yeah. not working well or something like that. Jeez. So now he's got we had to take him back a couple of days later to get to blood again. And when they went the first time on New Year's, they um, released some of the fluid that was in his stomach. And since then, yeah. he looks back to himself or whatever. Good. But apparently, it wasn't like a good sign. Apparently, he doesn't have their prognosis. Apparently, is he's got a year left. Jeez, oh, I'm sorry. They, they we took him back a couple of days after that. This is like the mm. like a day or so before my birthday. Um, they. They took him back because they wanted to get him checked like right away to check the blood yeah. and do everything, make sure it was actually this thing. Because they had another on the tenth this past week, they had like an actual like appointment with this like specialist who specializes in this thing, 
and they couldn't get an appointment until this day, but they wanted to do a follow-up to check out like mm. blood and everything. And apparently yeah. the heart and kidneys are fine at the moment. You Good. couldn't tell just watching him, looking at him that there's anything wrong with him. He's still mm. acting like himself. He almost looked, he's got his appetite back. He's eating. He's <laughs> wanting to play. So it's like, yeah, seems that's like awesome. nothing wrong, but apparently the prognosis yeah. isn't great there. So I gotcha. But yeah. at least like he's still able to have, you know, yeah, he, yeah. he seems like he's acting like he's normal self, which yes. is good. You know? Yeah. Uh, also, I celebrated her birthday, turned 28. Yes, that's right. Happy um, belated birthday. Thank you, sir. Any uh, big birthday plans or just kind of hanging out? and? No, there going? was. We went to Philly, or to, not Philly, to Westchester to this uh, new newer cheesesteak place that's really good. Really, really good. It's called Steaks or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was very good. We just had cheesesteak, but didn't really do much else. We never watched. Yeah. This is one of those things you just kind of like go out, celebrate, have a quick bite to eat, and just kind of hang yeah, out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nice. Just a nice show. Yeah, they were like, thinking of doing somewhere in Westchester just because we haven't really been in Westchester. For yeah, no, bit. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I can't even tell you the last time I've been in Westchester, probably over a yeah. year. So then after that, we went to some like cookie dough ice cream place in Westchester. So. So what you're saying is go to steaks and then give that cookie to place again. Got exactly. Um, but yeah, we just did that and that's pretty much all it's been up yeah. to. So it's it started I mean, out been, great. The holiday started busy. out great, yeah. but it's it started you know, up here and then just <laughs> teeter tottering a bit. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's we'll see I, how that I, plays out through the rest <laughs> of the year as my dog. But yeah. Well, just you know, wishing all, all the best for, for him and everything like that, and just yeah. you know, hoping everything's all good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> all right, all right, your turn. <laughs> yes. So mine was also eventful. Um, a lot, lot going on. So that what do you do? We technically podcast was that like the week we or did so that, we did Christmas? a podcast that Monday before Christmas. We didn't yeah. do that because you were sick or you were like under the weather. You had like a migraine mm. or something. So we did it the next yeah. day and that's how time. Yes, so we did. That, that's around the 19th. Yeah. We so that's right. All right. So leading up to the rest of the week, leading up to it, uh, we were supposed to go to Danny's parents' house out in Maryland and everything. And because every year for Christmas we do our sushi night and whatnot. And um, she wasn't feeling well. And then it was to the point where, um, you know, I was like, oh, like, you know, let's just hang out. They don't, you know, don't feel good. And think like, you know, we both wanted to hang back or anything. Christmas Day, and, you know, uh, we did, thankfully we were able to have like someone of Christmas morning here together. So that was nice. Had a lot of fun with that. And then later that afternoon for a couple hours, I went to my parents, saw my brother, his wife, and my other brother and his girlfriend. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, so I can't. I can't. It, honestly, it feels Christmas, even though it's only been a couple of weeks, like a couple feels longer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did literally ever since like everything that's been going on the last couple of weeks has just been nuts. So I uh, came back and everything. And then that um, one, I think that Wednesday, I ended up taking Danny to Urgent Care because she still wasn't feeling great and everything like that. <clears throat> and then it got to the point where um she had like a lot of respiratory stuff like that and when i had, it wasn't great and 
And then that Thursday, ended up uh, because she called her her doctor because I guess she still wasn't doing great like whatsoever, and it's to the point where she she had to go to the ER, so I had to take her there. So she didn't feel good, and like it was to the point where she was almost, like basically like doubled over and everything, like yeah. in just a lot of pain. So like it turned it was like some crazy like respiratory thing that turned into a really bad virus. It it wasn't great. So um, and then we were you know, originally planning to go to my uncle's that Friday the 29th, but by the time that that was like the day after, you know, she was in the yard for a couple hours or something like that. And by the time the end of the week caught up to us, or I was like, you know, like, let, let's, you know, we agreed, like, let's just, you know, one, in case, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I had a family members that are a little bit older at my uncle's house for me there um, for their health, just in case, you know, hanging out back. And two, I was like, I literally just, you know, exhausted and just had no energy to go that Friday night. I think I was like dead asleep by like 9.30, 9.45. It just... It was a week. And then a couple of days later, we went by New Year's Eve. We went, I think she felt well enough to get a Brian's uh, with me. So I was off on others, uh, like, you know, a good 30, 35 people, I think. So it was, it was nice. And, you know, similar, very similar to last year's event where, or the year before, just, you know, um, everyone was, dressed yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. Everyone dressed up and everything like that. It, it was nice, good time. And, um, <laughs> uh, me and, uh, one of my buddies who I met through Brian, his name's James. Uh, him and I, we we were pong partners over, uh, when we met up uh, at the Eagles Bills um, uh, a couple weeks uh, weeks the ago. Tailgate, actually. Yeah, the tailgate, yeah, the tailgate the... everything. So so we were playing pong there. Got crushed by Brian and, and Chris. So we're like, what? No, no way! <laughs> a drinking game, Brian and Chris won. Yeah, That's no. so weird. It's not like <laughs> they. Know. It's not like they won it when we play with them. Yeah, it, exactly. So, it's almost unfair when they're together. It's it's like, I can't so believe you guys allowed that for us to lose to those guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we're like, hey, like New Year's, like let, let's let's go, you know. And so um, we we didn't play Brian and Chris, though, but we um, we had playing these. The first game we played, we played these two guys that were on the table for like at least thirty minutes and beat them. Then we won three other games. So like each round, like we were getting rowdier and rowdier and rowdier it's like they're at the whole night and i'm doing a lot of talking yelling you know drinking on one so i'm just like next day i wake up sore throat i'm just like yeah i'm like yeah, it's probably a bit of a mix of a hangover and also just you know from being rowdy and drinking and whatnot and i'll i'll, I'll be fine give her two days she's like, days like you sure you're not getting sick i was like i'm i'm i i think i'm okay and sure enough a couple of days later yeah I, I got sick and turned out i ended up getting like a smaller version of what she got with that virus and everything like that. And, you know, super bad sore throat cough. Uh, I'm still like finally getting over it and everything yeah. like that. And extremely congested. There's two nights in a row where I woke up like three in the morning um, with a super bad sinus headache and where I just felt so much pressure behind, like, mm-hmm. you know, basically like orbital bone. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. Yeah. Just, yep. So not fun stuff. So no. I went to urgent care of myself and everything like that. And, um, yeah, basically same exact thing she was doing with us. I, that was just dandy. But uh, the only and then I took off on Friday. So I text my boss at six thirty. I'm like, hey, I, like there's a two percent chance I'm going to be able to work because I feel like garbage. <laughs> so they basically got like, you know, she's like, yeah, no, you're good. Just you know, thanks for letting me know, and when I feel better. And <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, so it's been nothing but being sick here. Great time. Yeah, but, I, no. I get that because. Between like November and December, I kept kind of getting. That's shit. when it starts to like once it's like late fall, early yeah, December. Yeah, this is normally when the time we start getting a little sick. Yeah. 
the exact little bit yeah. of this, a little bit of that. Um, I, I talked with Fitz and he, he said he got COVID at one point. So, you know, that's great. So also when you're seeing, he, in some cases like yeah. that, when you're seeing a bunch of people because holidays and everything, yeah. just kind of inevitable. Yeah. Um, exactly. That's why I got so. sick the one time because of my niece being sick. And then a couple of weeks mm, after great. that, I, it was like everybody had another, <laughs> a couple of weeks after that, I got another bug. So, yeah, definitely. But now I'm doing a lot better on that front. So glad there. <laughs> the other thing that's been annoying and this happened last night and a couple of times this past week is that <laughs> because of weather and everything, we keep losing power. Yes. Yeah. So Yesterday we lost power for a couple hours, and then the other night that power went out like close to eight ish at night or something like that. And believe it or not, and my phone was at like under like twenty percent or whatever. I was like, there's wasn't a lot for me to do. So essentially, at like eight o'clock, I went to bed. I essentially went to bed at like eight o'clock. It's like, what else am I gonna do? I can't do anything. Because yeah, again, you got no Your, power. My phone's about uh, to die. My phone's <laughs> close to dying. I've got no real Wi-Fi internet connection or service because that wasn't really working either. So it's just a big old kind of, you know, just it's the only thing I could do is just you know lay down, and just try to fall asleep. So that's what I did. That's how excited my life's going right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds great time for you. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, but there's nothing worse than when you are literally, you know, you lost power or anything, you literally can't charge any electronics. So like, that's when we, we got wind yeah, of and this. Last night I lost the right before, like, the, up and everything. Uh, we were like, hey, like, let's charge all the essential electronics. Like, make, make sure to turn off actual, like, consoles or anything. Like, most of the time we just leave the PlayStation on uh rice mode and everything like that but obviously when you lose power kind of messes up like the the internal storage and when i said i'm like hey let me completely shut off the ps5 um you know just do nothing uh charge first and foremost charge my phone that's the biggest thing and then once that's like 85 percent, start charging the tablet and whatnot just case as well um Okay, candles out and everything like that. And, um, we lost power. I kid you not. It flickered on and off, like went off for like twenty seconds at a time for yeah, total. We like, had that. Yeah, we kept having brownouts the other day. That was it. Okay, apparently it was less than that. So, but it, it, it's yeah, but it, it was something like Let that. that. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna side on the. I'm gonna side on the wife on this one. Yeah, when in doubt, the wife is right. Yep. We so, learn, yes, at least you learned that quickly. Oh, and oh, I learned. Oh, I know, I know. I have the golden rule for a reason. But mm. Take note, take note, fellas. When in doubt, yeah. the wife is right. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, but I'm gonna transition a bit to some sadness here because I'm gonna talk about football before I get to my other segment, which is gonna probably bring us back up a little bit. Yeah. But so, do you think if they lose tonight, Sirianni's still here? <laughs> Honestly, yes. <clears throat> Here's the thing. You don't take a team that in year one, you didn't really have much. So year one, he had almost no expectations. Special brand new coach. Surprising everybody. I believe they made the playoffs his first year. And yeah, that was the first. They, yeah. Got the- and that was a god-awful playoff game against, ironically, Tampa Bay, who were playing tonight. 
So year one, whatever. Year two last year, absolutely surprised everybody by having the greatest season in franchise history with one of the best franchises oh sorry uh, offenses in quite some time and especially defense too all around great team uh, this year the more I think about it the expectations were incredibly high it was Super Bowl or bust the very people says it was their minimum their minimum it was literally hey if we don't get to an MC championship game and probably even Super Bowl it's a bust you know like obviously the goal is always Super Bowl but like this team like regardless of Sure, the Eagles lost a lot of defensive players or anything like that. New rookie offensive defensive coordinators heading in. It's still NFC Championship at a bare minimum, you know. And, you know, because again, looking regardless of the schedule, like, yeah, we have a chance to still do some damage. We're not, they were all 10 and 1. It's like, wow, we feel great. Some of them, yeah, not great wins. Yeah, but they, they won games, you know. So that's all that matters. And, um, and then just everything fell apart. So, I to answer your question shortly, no, I don't think Sirianni will get fired. Um, I think he's in his so far only three years of being here. He's done more than almost any coach has done, or it's taken like just as long for coaches here in Philly basically to do their almost their entire tenure what Sirianni has done within three years. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, right? But I'm saying just, al- almost, yeah. But but but, but again, so it's, it's extremely kind common, of, yeah, yeah, right. But but again, so I think, but I I get the point you're making. But that's all just shows like the kind of expectations this city has for this team, and I think he's here at least another year, at most year and a half. If they I don't think- win. Then within the next, you know, I I think like depending on how this beginning of next season goes, like within the first seven games or so, um, like so almost halfway point. Because at that point you're like, okay, like what? Well, if Sirianna is not the answer, what do we do? It's still somewhat early enough for like, hey, we can kind of turn this around. Things are not great, but things are good. Then you know, let's keep going here and everything. I, I don't know if it's the right move to fire Sirian or, or not coming up, and who who knows? But it's yeah. So, I'm literally lost for words at how you go from a ten and one. Doesn't matter how you won games, how greasy those games were. You you're ten and one at one point. You finish the season with what eleven wins, twelve wins. Yeah, you only have one more game after that. Yeah, one more hit. And how how do you do that? That's a good that's a good question. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they will, but mm. if you're asking me personally, I think they should. Personally, I don't think he's a good head coach. I think the position yeah. of head coach is over him. I don't think he knows really yeah. how to contemplate or how to do the <clears throat> tough part of the seasons. He saw a little bit in that short stretch last year when Hurst went down. There was a little bit of a panic there, and then he had him kind of come back when he probably should have rested a little bit longer just to try to get that. Uh, and obviously it worked out, but you just had a little hiccup there that maybe do have some question marks, but it ended up. But last year, I know you went to the Super Bowl. It's weird to fire a coach a year after you just went to the Super Bowl and all. 
But was that more on Nisiriani or because the defense and Joe and Hurst played their head minds out? Like they played insane. So I think Hurst should have been unanimous MVP. There's like no question there. What those couple weeks when he was out pretty much should have solidified him being MVP. And the defensive line was. There was literally times where last year you had Hurst out by half the league. Yeah. Let alone a couple plays, a couple uh, series into the third quarter. Do you like how rare that is for a team to do that? Like, yeah, Kansas City did the same thing a couple times, but not nearly as many times as Philly last year because literally they dominated teams. Sure, you could argue their schedule this and that, but at any point in time, if you lead your team to 14 and three season, that to me, and when you are out for a couple weeks, you know, that to me kind of says everything you need to know. But yeah. But so again, you, you made it, but I think it's that and the, defense, and the fact that your defensive you know, line played sure. historically good. No, they did. Uh, again, I, I think they played historically as, again, the crazy effort could I realistically. Think, but I think the I season think part of it last year was also a little bit of a I think you still have to give credit where credit's due. I still think that's where you give it like the 60, 65%. But what, is the guy, what exactly players. did he do, though? Because all the plays either went to, to Steichen or all the blame went to Gannon when shit went wrong. So what exactly did yeah. Sirianni do? <clears throat> that's fair. No, that's a good question. And Sir, and uh, Steichen nearly brought the Colts to the playoffs. Yeah, I knew that Steichen obviously went to Indy, went out for a head coach position, but if I was Jeffrey Lurie, I literally would have done everything in my power to keep him here in yeah. Philly. That's I think this season is very much an organizational kind of failure. I know the record says you're over 500, you made the playoffs and everything, but the way you fall off was everybody's very drastic. But literally, you kind of did the same thing. I feel, I feel like they kind of did the same thing after they won the Super Bowl, where I feel like they kind of went to or had their assistant coaches kind of leave too quickly, where they. And I get it coming into this season where you're like, okay, because because of how well they did, probably wouldn't matter who's calling the plays or whatever. But at the end of the day, as much as shit as people give Jonathan Gannon, the defense looked a lot better with Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. Which is hard to believe. I still think that... I'm still okay with him not being here or whatever. I yes. All that, but... <clears throat> You know, also, it's it just definitely do bring up a good point that Gannon somehow his defense is everything this season just feels very panicky, especially near the end here. Where yeah, it just doesn't feel like it feels like uh is panicking, just doesn't know what he's what to do, right? And that's why I would not have started anyone in that last game of the season at all. And again, now you don't have uh, AJ Brown playing. I think I literally think the NFL gods were literally shining a Batman signal like sign saying, "Do not play your starters." You just yeah. lost at the end of your last game and embarrassment at home against Arizona. You lost your number two receiver. Thankfully, it was just an ankle injury. Yeah. He's back now. You have no real. You could take the division, but it's very unlikely that Dallas is going to lose that game to Washington. If you, I assume they were watching the games earlier. But if you look at Tampa only put up nine points against Carolina and uh, Mayfield came into that game with injured uh, ribs and then hurt his ankle. Yep. Limping pretty much the whole entire game. 
And then White, their probably most important player, got hurt twice. So if I'm looking at that, it's like, okay, if my if my consolation is that I have to go to Tampa in January, mm. mind you, January, I'd rather be in Tampa weather-wise than in Philadelphia weather-wise. Yes. Would I rather be and I have to play them or whatever? And the way that last game went and everything, I would have said, you know what? We're struggling. I'm kind of out of options. I would have sat down the key like starters and said, look, we need some kind of mini Especially reset. This may not like work. Brown, but you needed to let him rest anyway, but they didn't. And now yeah, and he's. I would hurt. say more so Jalen Hurts. I think the reason why yeah. the Hurts kind of has fallen off the season goes, and the reason why we did well at the beginning of the season is because Jalen Hurts was playing good. Not as well as he did yeah. last year, but he's playing good. No, some people were putting him at the MVP well call, uh, caliber. They, they were in conversation like a couple weeks, and it was like halfway into the season at yeah. least they were still talking about MVP. And you, know, you, you don't do that by accident. You know? What happened, so, I think, is that knee injury in. Uh, oh, yeah. also because you were playing at MetLife Stadium, the worst field in the world. That's another reason why I'm not playing any of my starters. I'm not playing any of my starters on that field. So worried about other things that don't matter as much like the, the touch push compared to, you know, MetLife stadium literally hurt. You know, I could being... care less about the touch push, get rid of it. I'm tired of talking about it. <laughs> yeah. But, but again, but that's where you see the NFL's priorities are at. They're clearly at one play that people have been doing. That's also more that on the teams that been own that stadium. Cause you have two teams who probably are worth billions of dollars who can't, but again, the money into getting better. The funny thing is, is like you said, one of the teams, you know, has half of that stadium. And what happened literally first, second possession of the season, their starting QB goes down at their own stadium. So I'm not blaming it for the AJ Brown injury, but on the same field, AJ Brown looked like it was probably going to be a more serious injury. Yeah. I think it's just like a sprained knee or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of like so it, it was kind of like uh, Smith. It. it was just a sprain. Yeah, thankfully. So, yeah. but if you, you lose to, if you lose tonight, the reason why I also would fire him is because the caliber of coaches isn't going to be better than right now. I assume you're going to clean yeah. the house coaching wise, anyways, whether you keep Sirianni or not, because everyone else can yeah. just gone. But I, if you're, I, I think that they do. If you're Harry Roseman, yeah. I would or Jeffrey Dory, whoever. Uh, you have to go into like, okay, going forward, who is going to get the best out of Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Who's going to be the coach to do it? The reason why Brian Johnson got that uh, promotion to coordinator is because of yeah, because of Hurts and Hurts like being with them and everything. I assume that's why some teams are interested in him because nobody yeah. wants to go to Carolina. No wants to be a head coach. Of or Tennessee. Well, Tennessee, there's a list. Some things, but Carolina's just organizational is bad. It's Order's bad. They, yeah, management's bad. Everything's bad there. So why would you want to coach that team? Bad, so, bad, very, very bad. Yeah, and because your defense also has been lackluster, and your D line is under well or isn't doing as well as they did last year significantly, it's shown more holes in your defense. So this yep. offseason should be spent fixing everything. Get rid of all the defenders. Not the D line, because but everyone else, linebackers, secondary, maybe not slight because you just signed them, but everyone else, yes, yeah, they're, they're not, they're, 
Bayard hasn't. Bayard, everyone guys. made such a big deal that we got Bayard, but he hasn't done anything. I'm not surprised he hasn't done much. Like it's thankfully they didn't give up much from what I remember from the trade, but still, it's he's honestly been very disappointing. Yeah, same with uh, the <clears throat> linebacker they signed. Yep. Lack, uh, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq Leonard. Leonard. Yeah, Leonard's <clears throat> done. He's he's still yeah. declining as a player. But at least he made an attempt because he realized even at 10 of 1 that the defense isn't good. So he at yeah. least made an attempt to try to fix it and it just didn't work. Then he made a yeah. panicky move to put Matt Patricia as game caller the day before a game. Yeah. It should have only been made like so, a week or two kind of thing. He'd be like, okay, that didn't work. Let's go back to whatever. Sean decide. What was Sean it? Decide. I think it's like they, they're literally, I think they're all. And now everything is just so better off. Feels so panicky at this point. He at least was able to help out his defense, shut down Kansas City and some other decent teams. Like, you know, they sell some points, but like not 30 plus points like last couple of games, it seems like. And, you know, to Arizona and whatnot and to New York, it's like at this point in time, after you just played them two weeks prior, you played them two weeks prior. So you should have very, that should be a game where you should pretty much dominate, but you didn't. Right. That's and, why and at that point, point it's like, it's like you might as well go back to Sean Desai. Yeah. Like, it's what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Your defense gets up. That's what I mean. Doing that anyways. <laughs> exactly. So it's like you might as well. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, Fisher, I would probably. I don't think they will, but I would if they lose tonight, because that's, fair. that's the way this downward spiral has gone. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily get rid of him out of the coaching staff because I don't think he's a bad coach. I think there's a no, reason. I think, he's a I think he coach. has he's, value. I think guys want to play for him. Coach. I just think he's a better equipped to be like a positions coach like he was before than being a head coach or a coordinator because he can't call plays or can't do anything yeah. of that no, nature. I, I think that's totally everything. I think that's why you see when you do struggle, that's why that's why I always hold out a little bit in terms of Saying if a coach is good or not is not whether and the reason why I didn't hold out too much or didn't care too much about him not being one of the coach of the year finals last year is because you can we would have the three of us on this podcast would have been seen as good coaches if we brought a team to fourteen and three. Okay, so to me a record doesn't mean anything. It's when you hit a rough patch in the season, what happens there. But I feel like a lot of the issues early on was similar to. Um, Rob Thompson, where I think both of them thought, oh, we're still doing well, but we'll just play ourselves out of it rather yeah. than making any real like changes. And you saw in a big, bigger stage with Rob Thompson, it didn't work and everything there. But I think in a similar sense, I think Nick Soriani <laughs> tried to do that same thing and kept saying, oh, we can still, we still have another gear. We can still have another gear. At some point, you can only make that excuse for so long before like, Maybe right. it's just, or, just who or you, you are. convey your message differently. It's like, it's the same message differently, you know? But it's for like... Hertz and why he is struggling, I think it's because of the knee injury. I don't, th- I think it may have been a more serious injury than they're saying it was. Not so much that he's going to, he would miss a couple weeks, but I think he Maybe had it in the back like, of his head. Like it, yeah. I think in the back of his mind, he put too much pressure on it. And now he just can't kick himself out of it. That's why I yeah. would have had him sit last week. Mm. Mini reset, dude. Just have a mini Especially... reset. Especially at MetLife, and now you know he's still not technically 100 because he like, up his dislocated finger. his finger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the NFL God's punishment for the Eagles not <laughs> playing their starters. You're going to be like, a get blown up by the Giants, and then you're going to lose the remaining pieces of your offense with yeah. Dallas Goddard and Swift, who you never use as your Sorry. Rashad Penny. 
They don't usually have any. <laughs> oh, no. I, I thought you said um, who, who they don't use as, star, as a star. I was saying Rashad Penny. I, that, that's where I thought no, I was saying in terms of healthy uh, weapons that got you it, still have. It. I said Dallas Gardner and um, Swift. Everyone else is still battling injuries. Yes. Because um, I don't know I'm how well. You you're down with your number two receiver. I don't, he was out the last couple of weeks with a, a sprained ankle. I don't know how well Swift's going to do tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. It's going to be at least Slay's back, so at least we'll have somebody to try to. Yeah, honestly, maybe Mike Evans off the board. Yeah, so it's. I think it's going to be a pretty disastrous of a game. So I'm not really looking forward to it, but kind of feel like I'm obligated. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But one last thing, real quick, before we get off, let's uh, Mm -hmm. kind of you know pick ourselves back up here. So I had a question. It literally popped up to me while I was sitting in the middle of uh, at my aunt's for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's a similar question that Brian asked, or yeah, Brian asked uh, last year for one of our questions of the hour segment. When you the... Uh, no, um, the it was the many... If you want to look this video up on our Undershavers Podcast YouTube page, it was the many questions of the hour. And on one of the questions he asked how many, how much you drink at like a work event and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a similar question to that, but how much do you, would you do you drink at like a family gathering? Um. Well, first and foremost, mine, it, 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 yeah. I'll go first here. It's just yeah. Get my go for it. Thing. So for me, I think it's it depends on where you're going, and I can I have uh. Was thinking about this. Like, if I'm at my dad's side of the family, um, like when I was at my aunt's, I'm gonna have a couple beers or whatever. I'm gonna have like two or three beers and everything. Um, and that's mm-hmm. probably going to be it. I don't think I'll go any farther than that. And I'm going to my mom's side. People who don't drink like ever, or really drink, unless it's a like Thanksgiving where it's at my house where we have the bar and everything, I can easily go back again. I'm probably having, and since if it's at my parents' uh, place or whatever, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm probably gonna have closer maybe to like the four drinks throughout the day. From yeah. like when it starts to like night by the time like the last football game starts for uh Thanksgiving. <laughs> um but if I'm at like my grandma's like it was the other day, they don't drink, so it would be weird to just bring like a beer or something to that party. Yeah, so no, I'm I, not I, it it depends on the venue the event and who I'm around. So if I'm at my mom's side, I unless we're hosting, I'm not drinking anything, and I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. But if I'm on my dad's side, I'm going to be drinking a couple more, a couple beers mm-hmm. or something like that. If I'm at our place or whatever, and we're hosting, then it's it's up in the air. Can yeah, go yeah. anywhere from like two to four. I think I would say two to four for sure. Like like you said, the big thing is where are you going? Like for me, if I'm well, it's like it, for me, it's it's pretty much two, uh, sometimes three, but it, it's it's mainly two, just because it's like anywhere we're going, it's like at least forty five minutes to an hour or something like that. So, like, especially around like holidays, yeah. it's like yeah, it it depends. Now, if it's like good man laws, then you know it's probably at most one, you know, if yeah. that. Um, but no, I would say though. Uh, typically, like yeah, I'd say about two to three or so um, for for me and whatnot. But um, a big part of it though is you know how far are you really traveling? If it's like oh 20 minutes, you know you have more time to spend there. Less somewhere about driving, so it's like you can plan it out and spread it out better. Um, 
And if you know you're going but, to be there for a couple hours, you can at least drink yeah. a little more at the beginning and then sober up exactly. as the day goes on. Exactly. So, no, it's, it's a tough question. Uh, but no, I'd say, like, yeah, it's, a, it's a tough question because it, it's the exact opposite of when you, like, for us, when you drink with your friends, like, it's a different kind yeah. of venue. So, your job is going to be drinking more. Exactly. Whatever. Not saying we're like complete degenerates and everything. <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but like, not complete degenerates. It yeah. is a difference. <laughs> yeah like what we're obviously going to drink a lot more for if like the five of us were hanging out for example yeah. we're going to be drinking a lot more than if we were drinking with our our families or whatever right and the closest you get to that is like when you're at like your guys's weddings or something like that right like the social aspect of it kind of you got the bar there too. No, everyone's already like, drunk anyways which is why <laughs> weddings are always great because you see family members you never really see drunk Drunk. I remember, but the first time I saw my great uncle yeah. drunk at a wedding, I was like, oh, and my sister's wedding. Like, I was like, this oh my god, he's story. he's plastered right now. This my great uncle's past right now, but I've ne- I've really ever seen that before. So it's like those little things, like wow, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, I would say again, it depends on the event. But if it's a wedding, that's a whole different story. But I'm not even talking touching wedding on that front. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Oh, yeah, that's a great question, but we'll see. We'll yeah, that's see why some I was, other good ones. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was trying to. I was I was comparing it to friends and family. That was the closest, that's fair. That's fair. the closest you'll get to like a friend or friends yeah. kind of thinking of drinking. But exactly. Yeah. So, well, I'll ask Brian the next time he's on. Hopefully, or, or just in general, we'll have to review his answer for him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think his my his would probably be similar to that. Of what we said or closer to what you said because if he's going to a family event i think he's closer to like an hour away or something yeah, like that exactly so his his would be very his similar. would probably be similar unless he's staying over that night he may have like a couple more but i think it's going to be a similar answer that he would have for when we had that other one for work events we're probably going to be like two to three kind of thing right exactly something like that exactly so yeah so yeah, that's all we got for this one. We are officially back in 2024. And with that being said, we're off. And we'll see you next time.